Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of This Week in Retail, where we talk about the changing retail landscape, media, and technology. I'm your host, Jackie Montarbo, and let's dive in. So if you are new here, we talk about retail news at the beginning of the episode, and then at the end of the episode, we will dive into a big idea related to retail. So today we're going to be talking about social shopping and how that is reshaping the retail landscape as our big idea. For news, we'll dive into some retail-specific news. There's been a lot happening in the retail tech industry, so we'll talk about some of the partnerships and interesting things going on there. Specifically, TikTok recently partnered with Shopify. Apple is exploring a new search business. We'll talk about how Walmart is turning four of its stores into e-commerce laboratories. And then we'll round it all out with Amazon's Q3 earnings. So starting off with the TikTok partnership with Shopify, this is so interesting and very, very exciting. Shopify said on Tuesday that it will partner with TikTok to help its 1 million plus merchants more easily advertise their products on the video sharing app. The partnership will allow its merchants to sell products in the form of shoppable videos where TikTok users can click on a video and buy the product directly from the Shopify's merchant website. So I think this partnership is so interesting, especially because TikTok has been a bit more of a controversial social media platform and Shopify is kind of this like retail darling. And so it's interesting to see these two companies come together and form this really, really valuable partnership. And I think this story plays well into this idea of social shopping that we're going to talk about today as our big idea. But, you know, we're seeing e-commerce really tilt in this direction towards a more social experience and have it be grounded in entertainment rather than just a means to an end. And so as I was going through and, you know, doing all of this research, you're really starting to see how social shopping through Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat is starting to become one of the primary forms of shopping, especially for young people. I'm interested to see how this plays out. I think it's going to be really successful. And I think this was a genius move on Shopify's part. Okay, next for news, word on the street is that Apple is exploring dabbling in the search business, which is not surprising given the timing of everything, how Google was just sued by the Department of Justice for potential antitrust violations, specifically within their search and advertising business. So it's a good time for Apple to come in and you know add some competition in the search space. One of the biggest giveaways of this, why people are starting to talk about Apple potentially going into the search business is because on the new iOS 14 update, Apple is now showing you its own search results when you type queries onto the home screen. So for iPhone users, instead of you know pulling up your Google Chrome app or your Safari app, you can now type in search questions directly to your Apple iPhone home screen. You know, I think they were starting to try to do this with Siri. Siri was somewhat unsuccessful. I wouldn't say that it's the primary means for search for most people. So I think they're trying to figure out another way to, you know, really capture this market. And like I said, this comes at a really interesting time. It would be great to see more options and more competition in the search space. So I'm excited to see where Apple goes with this. Okay, and next let's talk about Walmart. So Walmart turns four of its stores into e-commerce laboratories. And I didn't really know what this first meant when I read this headline, but 
Essentially, what they're trying to do is test these new digital tools, new digital store designs, and different strategies that could speed up restocking shelves and fulfilling orders in a few testing stores. So they're really going all in on e-commerce given the pandemic, especially as Amazon is growing so much in the space. There's just a lot more opportunity within the e-commerce space. And so I think Walmart is really, really pushing to try and grow this revenue channel for them. I think it's going to be really interesting to see from a financial perspective how all of this investment in e-commerce plays out for a lot of these legacy retailers because I would suspect it's not going to go well. And speaking of Amazon, Amazon just reported its Q3 earnings and they absolutely blew analyst expectations out of the park. They exceeded expectations and grew revenue about 37% year over year. So seeing a massive uptick in revenue, you know, from a consumer's perspective, I could have predicted this. I, you know, Amazon has been truly my saving grace throughout this pandemic. And I know there's a lot of controversial feelings towards Amazon but from my perspective, I really, really rely on them. You know, I just moved and everything I bought, I feel like for my house is coming from Amazon just because it's so easy and convenient. I think they're becoming the choice in terms of convenient commoditized goods. So groceries, electronics, you know, home goods, kitchen appliances, all of these essentials that everyone needs for their home, you go to Amazon for, especially when you don't want to go to a store in the middle of a pandemic. So, you know, I think we saw a lot of older consumers really try Amazon and Amazon grocery delivery for the first time because of COVID. And these shopping habits will likely continue after the pandemic. You know, last week on my newsletter, I talked about a stat that 75% of consumers have tried a new shopping behavior over the last, you know, six to eight months, and they plan to continue that shopping behavior even after the pandemic is over. So we're seeing this dramatic shift in behavior and consumer behavior. And I think Amazon is one of the key beneficiaries of this shift. Overall, I would expect Amazon to continue to grow, but I think it is good that we're seeing, you know, these different large e-commerce retailers pop up. So Best Buy is a big competitor. Walmart is a huge competitor, obviously. Target is absolutely crushing it. So they're a big competitor of Amazon. And then Shopify is really taking on Amazon. So I'm interested to see how Shopify can position its merchant base to really go up against Amazon. Okay, so that is all I have for you guys for news this week. And now I wanna dive into the big idea of today's episode, which is this idea of social commerce. So before we jump into this, I want to kind of take a step back and really think about how much has changed within the retail space over the last, you know, eight months. It's shocking how much growth we've seen. And I think the reason it's so interesting is because the retail industry has had a very long history of tightly holding on to the analog world. And when I say analog world, I mean the pre-digital world. Relatively little innovation was happening in the space and the adoption of new technologies by both companies and consumers was very slow compared to the broader economy. However, over the last eight months, we have seen e-commerce accelerate in ways that did not seem possible even a year ago. In fact, and this is a crazy stat, e-commerce penetration is expected to grow to 19.2% of total U.S. retail sales by 2024. With this kind of massive growth comes immense financial opportunity. And as a result of this, we begin to see new entrants flood the market 
in hopes of getting a slice of this future growth potential. So when I say new entrants, I mean new companies, new investors, new brands. We're just seeing so many people flock to this space in hopes of getting in on this future growth. You know, overnight, e-commerce became the most lucrative channel in retail. And naturally, as a result, social media companies are working to increase their presence to capitalize on the opportunity. So historically, social media platforms have generated revenue by selling advertisements. We talked about this a few weeks ago in my newsletter where we dove into some of the algorithms that power the advertising arms of some of the largest social media platforms. But now, with all of this increased scrutiny around the transparency of some of these highly targeted ads, coupled with accusations of potential monopolistic business practices, social media platforms are looking to e-commerce as an additional revenue channel. Instagram obviously has been a pioneer in this space as they just introduced their Instagram shop feature to help drive e-commerce conversion on its platform. But we've also seen TikTok recently partner with Shopify, which we talked about earlier. And additionally, the viral video giant has explored integrating with Walmart's e-commerce platform to further enable shopping on their app. But what was really striking to me as I was doing all of this research is while social commerce is a newer phenomenon in the United States, China has been an early adopter of this trend. What's interesting here is actually how Chinese consumers view social shopping platforms as a form of entertainment rather than a means to an end. And this was one differentiating factor between the US and China that really stood out to me because you know, when we think about a retail giant like Amazon or Walmart, you go to Amazon or Walmart when you have a very specific purchase intent in mind, right? Like you know what you wanna buy, you go there and then you leave or you get off the website. You don't go there to be entertained or as a pastime. But in China, these massive platforms like Alibaba, WeChat, Pindodo have all evolved into entertainment hubs for Chinese consumers. For example, Alibaba provides the infrastructure to enable brands and retailers to connect directly with shoppers through games, videos, online communities, and even celebrity talk shows. And as a result of all of this, China's consumer spends on average almost 30 minutes a day on Alibaba. This is nearly three times longer than the average US consumer spends on Amazon. You know, the Chinese consumer considers Alibaba to be more of a virtual mall that they visit, first to be entertained and then to shop. While in contrast, the US consumers come to Amazon with the intent to purchase rather to be entertained. So like I said, shopping on Amazon is not a fun experience. You go there with a purpose. So in China, these social shopping platforms have made online shopping an enjoyable pastime rather than a means to an end. And I would expect a similar path to emerge on social media in the very near future. But the question is, who will the biggest winners be? And I will leave you with that question to ponder on all weekend. That is all I have for you for this week in retail. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, make sure you hit subscribe and then also make sure to go check out my newsletter where I will be recapping all of this content there. And otherwise, I will see you guys right here next Friday.